episode 69, and this week I have an interview with the all-singing and all-dancing Helvecio da Silva. Latest Joomling news, design tips, marketing ideas, and interviews with experts in the industry. Beginner or professional, this podcast is for Joomla enthusiasts. Welcome to the Joomla Beach Podcast with your host, Peter Buey. Peter Buey. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Joomla Beat Podcast, the podcast where I talk all about things Joomla-related, everything from design, development, management, and marketing your Joomla site. Okay, so this week I have a couple of things to go through. I have, of course, my awesome interview with with uh, Helvesio da Silva, or Elvis, as he likes to be called, as well as a couple of news items from around the web and the Joomla sphere. So let's get into some of the Joomla news straight away. Okay, so for my very first news item this week, the conference timetable or conference schedule for the Joomla World Conference being held in Cancun, Mexico this year has been released and you can check out the entire schedule at conference.joomla.org and you can find out all the great and fantastic presentations that are happening. So if you are thinking about getting a ticket, uh, the conference timetable should persuade you to uh, definitely pick up a ticket and get yourself over there. It's only about two months away now, so if you have to arrange flights, visas, or anything like that, now is the time to do it. So get your things into action and get over to Mexico where you can hang out with the rest of, well, not the rest of, but a large portion of the Joomla community who will be there uh, enjoying the conference in general, learning all about Joomla and a lot more different aspects. I was just looking at a, a magazine article that John Newbauer had written in regard to the conference and some of the keynote speakers that the conference organizers have put together. And the list is quite impressive. So make sure you check out the keynote speakers. And again, there will be a Joomla Ignite session led by Duke Spear in regards to that. So I'd love to get him on the podcast episode to talk a little bit more about Joomla Ignite and how that was a highlight last year at last year's Joomla World Conference and uh, hopefully it's a big uh, entertaining highlight for this year as well. But have a look at the other uh, keynote speakers throughout the the weekend's conference. We have some very high profile community open source managers there that will be joining us for our Joomla conference. So I am Definitely looking forward to that, the workshops and a whole bunch of other things, including some free tickets that uh, could uh, reduce some of your costs in regards to getting to the Joomla World Conference. So if you check out the magazine article that John has written, he's uh, given the instructions in regards to how you can get a free ticket to the Joomla World Conference. So please make sure you check out the latest issue, the September issue of the Joomla magazine to find out the details about that. Uh, It shouldn't be too hard 
to find the details, or I mean, to find the article on the Joomla magazine. It's got a big hotel and says Joomla World Conference. So hopefully you can find that and get yourself a free ticket for the conference. And I look forward to meeting you there. So if you're a regular podcast listener, I'd love to actually meet more of you there. We're sponsoring the uh, the event, which reminds me, I have to pay for the sponsorship fees. Thank you, Peter, for reminding myself. Uh, I'll get to that right after this podcast episode. Now, my next news item for this week is another magazine article, and this is one from Sander Portier. Uh, I know I'm not saying his last name right because we have a whole bunch of uh, Dutch interns in at the moment. And when I said his name, uh, they read it and then they giggled at me. And so, I, Sander, I, I know I'm not saying your name right, but sorry, I'm finding it hard to pronounce. They tried to correct me, but I just didn't get it right. Anyway, Sander wrote a fantastic article which uh, talks about a override for article posting. It, uh, it improves a lot of the usability in regards to uh, what the user sees when they're creating a new article for Joomla. It simplifies the process a little bit, and he details this in a couple of videos. So he does a video uh, with no changes to Joomla, and then a video with some really, really simple changes, but it's really nice improvements. And this is all done on the front end of Joomla as well. So the override that he does is real, really cool. So uh, check out that magazine article, and he's made the code for it available as well. So it's really easy to implement and get running, and it is uh, pretty cool. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. We've made some changes once before for another client uh, with some front-end editing, uh, but we didn't go as far as what Sander did here. So this is even better. So please make sure you check this out. It's a really cool idea, and it'll give you some other ideas how you can change your Joomla instances to make make things just that little bit easier for your users in regards to publishing content. Okay, now for my very last news item for this week. Uh, the previous weekend that just passed, I spent a weekend away with some guys, uh, Tim Plummer, Hardy Azee, uh, Spencer Feng, and of course myself. We had a little mini private uh, Joomla hack event, essentially just went away for the weekend and looked at some problems in regards to how we were using Joomla ourselves, how our clients were using Joomla, and some common issues that we could group together to create a cool extension for the Joomla community. So we came up with a little extension, not a little extension, a full component with a whole bunch of features around user management. So that's managing your users and enhancing that experience in regards to how that all happens. So we did a whole bunch of improvements in the back-end management of a user from expiry management. And more importantly, a really quick and easy way to create complex profiles in Joomla without messing around with any code. So normally you would create a special XML file once you have enabled the uh user profile plugin in Joomla, you have to change the XML file and then all of these extra fields can appear when a user is registering. So Tim did a lot of the 
uh, hand-coded work on this to make that process as easy as possible. So now there's an administration menu and a process in the back end of the website where you can click a few buttons and create these fields and you can make these fields appear on the front end, back end, user profile or editing forms as well. So it's it splits it up and makes it really simple to create those complex user profiles. We also integrated in avatars or gravatar to be exact and we'll be looking at doing uh, personalized images and profiles after that and also content authoring profiles on the front end of the website. So if you're writing a lot of blog posts, you may notice on a lot of blogger sites or blog websites in general that they have a little profile at the bottom under each article with a little picture and and a set of information, including Facebook icons, a bio about the author. So we integrated that all into one little neat package solution that makes user management just that little bit easier and a little bit more improved. So hopefully when we release this in a week or two, that the community finds it quite interesting and uh, we get some good feedback so we can improve it a little bit further and take it to the next level. Uh, I already have a few clients that are interested in implementing such a thing in regards to pulling in data from other CRM systems such as Salesforce and integrating that with Joomla. So there's a synchronization between the users in Joomla and their Salesforce databases as well. Uh, We can do a whole bunch of little cool triggers in there like when a user buys something on a website, we can automatically trigger that in Salesforce so that the sales team and the Uh, marketing teams know exactly what's going on for each individual user on a website so it's it's pretty cool we're pretty excited about this we're going to put in a whole bunch of cool features around user management and knowing and understanding your users that are on the site so this is going to be quite cool Uh, if you're interested join the Joomla Beat podcast mailing list and we will be pumping things out on there about the uh, component a little bit later when we release it Okay, now that's all of the news items I have for this week. So let's jump over to this interview with Helvesio da Silva. Stay tuned as Peter brings his special guest to the table. The Joomla Beat Podcast. So I have Elvis or Helvesio from yes. Brazil joining me on the podcast episode and he's going to talk a little bit about himself, how he's involved in the Joomla community. I met him last year at the Joomla World Conference where he did a Lightning Ignite talk, but this time at Jam Beyond 2014, he did a little bit something special. But we'll talk about that later. So, Elvis, welcome to the show. Thank you, Pete, for having me. <laughs> so, let's first off... Um, uh, talk about how you got your name. Why, why is everyone calling you Elvis? Well, as I, when I was a teenager, uh, my name is quite complicated for everyone to pronounce in, back home. And uh, so pe- people started calling me Elvis back in high school. Ah, I see. And so they, it, I kept <laughs> and it. it stuck. And so it stuck. And it's good because people from different nationalities can understand whenever I say, oh, Elvis, and then I get, oh, Elvis, the pelvis. I say, no, no. You're a Ra- uh, Elvis fan? No, but okay. <laughs> but it's good. Yeah. And, and I actually think it's 
it is pretty cool because uh, you know the language barriers. Everyone in the world, kind of, I think, knows Elvis, like you're saying, and um, it's just pretty cool um, to have you know that kind of coined nickname. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about the Jambion after. But so, in regards to the Joomla industry and how you ventured into it. Uh, how did you discover Joomla, and how did you get involved with the community? Um, like many other people, I discovered Mamba first. I'm a graphic designer, and I've always been interested over the internet. And uh, when I found HTML coding and stuff like that, and the things that I could do with it, I was like meddling love because I was also very fond of computers before that. And so... In back in the early 2003, I got to know Mambo, and I was like, oh my God, I can do a lot more with it than I can do just with HTML And at that time. And uh, I started learning it, and then in 2005, when Joomla was launched, I moved simply because I thought it would be a nice idea, and actually I was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, since then, uh, I've just been learning, taughting myself Joomla and learning more, a little bit of PHP, a lot of CSS. And as a graphic designer, the thing that I like to do most is uh, creating templates. But uh, nowadays, uh, currently back home, I have uh, clients who uh, uh, have a demand for websites and I doing creating developing a website in Joomla for me it's pretty easy and I realized that it was something that uh, I could work with very well I can resolve the problems even though I'm not a programmer and I I knew I was very comfortable with it so a couple of years ago, that was in 2012, the very first Joomla World Conference that I attended. That until then I didn't really know what community, an open source community, meant. And so I came and I met Diane Henning and Alice Grover, and I was introduced to the Joomla Community Magazine. And then I realized it would be very good if I contributed as an illustrator. So from that moment on, I started working for the project in several little small projects. And uh, right now, I'm working, uh, still working at the magazine, and I'm getting involved with Chiara Aliota. And we're, uh, she's putting together a designer's group team for Joomla. And it's something that I'm very excited about. So... I'm very excited about that too. Yeah, like to see more. I've, I've seen your artwork. I've always loved your artwork. Uh, I write. Um, I contribute to the magazine as well. You know, I'll put something together. And you're like, uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's great. Okay. And then I look at your stuff. And I'm like, Ah, oh, <laughs> it looks even feel better. Free, feel free to ask for an illustration <laughs> yeah. whenever you want. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I might send you a few. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's really nice to have some really cool visual graphics, infographics, or whatever's being produced out there just to lift things up and make them a little bit prettier. So thank you for your efforts there as well. You're welcome. And I'm really glad to help. And I'm always open to help because I get a lot of requests here and there. And it's something that uh, being a designer is my passion. Mm. And I found my passion also in Joomla. I'm very happy to work with that. 
And so I, I can say nowadays I'm very happy with with, I, with mm. what I do. Mm. So, um, so did you study design? Uh, yes. Be, yeah, so yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I graduated. I'm yeah. a graphic designer, industrial designer. Mm-hmm. So is is that print or or web? Graphic design sprint. Yep, Actually, okay. I, I got to tell you the truth and mm-hmm. let you know that I, uh, when I was in college, there were no computers. <laughs> and so. You, you don't look, uh, you don't show it. <laughs> yes. I won't tell you my age. Just skip this. Let's skip the secret. But anyway, right. there were no computers at the time. And uh, I, I studied in a very good university in Rio de Janeiro. And so by the time it was the late 80s. And uh, the first time I saw a computer was with he used a plotter. There was no printer. It's a plotter. I don't know what. I don't know what a plotter yes, is. Yes, it's it's like a pen that makes the drawing. It's okay. quite interesting. It was like oh, so but uh, even before that, as I told you, I I had something with computers and I liked it very much, and I. Uh, Realized that in time I would be able to work with it because actually in the late 80s there was already some software that like uh, you could do graphics with it. And I said, oh my God, this is something I want to learn more. So I had to wait some, some years, of course. And uh, and nowadays uh, everything is done on the computer. I I am very lucky because I speak English from an early age. I speak since I was five, mm-hmm. so it was very easy for me to understand. And when the internet came to Brazil in the mid nineties, and it was very easy for me to acquire the information and taught myself how to use it, how to use software that like people I used to use to work with. And um so and I, I found my I actually found myself mm. professionally with it and that's pretty cool. So slowly developing it over the years and mm-hmm. you're you're pretty lucky that you did know English because anything that you could find yeah, documentation-wise, is probably in English. Absolutely, and and that that brings me to another interesting point. And uh, it'll be great to see more and more documentation in Portuguese. Yes, because that's what you guys speak in Brazil, of course. And opening it up to such a, a huge community there. How many people in Brazil? In Brazil, uh, we are like about 150 million people. It's not a small country. Not at all. Just for you to have an idea, whenever I fly to the United States, it's a, usually a 10-hour flight. Five hours, I'm still on Brazil. <laughs> Half of the trip is to all over Brazil. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know the feeling. From one side of Australia to the other side, it's a six and a half hour flight. Yeah, so you know how yeah. it is. But anyway, so uh, and that's also something I'm working with, with mm. the translation of material to Portuguese. Because right now, I, I, I founded two Joomla user groups in Rio. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the whole community in Brazil, uh, they are doing a lot of things there, the, but in a certain way, they are like outside of the global community. That's because of language barriers and stuff like that. And now I'm realizing how big the problem is. And so right now, we're I'm working on several projects. Uh, f- on focusing the 
Portuguese community, not only the Brazilian, but the Portuguese community, because there are Portuguese speakers all over the world. Exactly. And uh, in China, in Africa, and uh, probably in Australia, you will find people still speaking Portuguese in some areas, I don't know. And uh, so uh, it's important right now to reach out for these people because a lot of them they have issues understanding the documentation and the basics of how Joomla works and uh, I, I'm sensing that more and more because for me it, it's very easy when I have a question I google it and I find an answer it's very easy that's one of the, the things that I love about Joomla. I, 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 I'm not a programmer. So I'm not a programmer, and I easily find a solution whenever I need it mm. right now. And a lot of people, they, my peers, they come and ask me, like, oh, I don't know how to do that. How can I do that? And people really have a hard time understanding English because I find every solution mostly in English so uh, I am working with the internalization group to start producing this material I'm a contributor and uh, right now I've been working on the translation of the Joomla 3.3 material with the marketing team Fantastic. And so there's going to be something, I mean, quite a lot of stuff in Portuguese that will help people understand when this, the release is made. So, uh, and uh, it's something that uh, has to be done baby steps because there's a lot of work to be done. And right now we're also working on having a version of the Journal Community Magazine in Portuguese. And uh, I'm st I, I, I'm I'm kind of being the leader of this with Guillermo Bravo from Chile, and he's supporting me. And so, well, future looks like there's a lot of work to do. So <laughs> that's it. And I'll, I'll probably I'll be doing a lot to the Brazilian community. So and and the it, Portuguese community in general. It's definitely exciting. It's oh, definitely yeah. exciting to Absolutely. connect, and it's. Uh, it looks like it's on just the, the edge of opening up, to those. Uh, what was it? A hundred, hundred fifty million people. Yeah, that's just to put it in perspective. In Australia, there's about twenty three, twenty two million people. Mm -hmm. So it's a huge difference in population. Yes, yes, and uh, one thing that's good right now about Brazil is that there's a lot of. Uh, Brazil is a country of ups and downs, but it's like uh, there's a lot of uh, governmental gov governmental right. governmental uh, support towards people opening, uh, being becoming an entrepreneur. Uh, so uh, there's a big effort in my city in several cities in Brazil and so uh, I see a lot of people very talented people young people who I believe in time can contribute I, I know some people that they are like oh my god you should be I mean where did you come up with this and I have a friend of mine he, he's working with uh, he works for Joomla too but he's got a 
pro- personal project with uh, natural language recognition. And it's simply amazing what he's doing. And said, oh, my God. So, and I should admit a lot of people like that. So if right now I feel like this is the exact moment for uh, to work Joomla in Brazil because there might, if it's well done, there will be a good uh, a response from lots of people because it's going to help a lot of people who can do it to uh, be able to run their own websites in, with Joomla. And so I, I see a lot of opportunities coming. And it's, I, I feel it's a very good moment mm. to I, do that. I feel not just that. It's the whole project at the moment. It's a very yes, exciting time. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And yes. you can really feel it and uh, hear it from other people in their conversations, mm. especially here at Jan Beyond as well. So, thank you, Elvis, welcome, for this Pete. podcast interview. It's really good to hear and have an insight into the Brazilian community, Portuguese yeah. community in general, uh-huh. and a little bit of insight in your background as well. Thank you very much for having me. I was very glad to be in your podcast. And But before we head off, there was one last thing. You did a bit of a performance at this Jane Beyond. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> And it was so much fun. And uh, you won uh, the J Factor, yes. which was like, like a, a bit of a fun, but, you know, talent, yes. talent session that we had at the uh, Jane Beyond, the Joomla and Beyond conference. Um, you sang a song. Yes. Uh, Wanda Joomla. Is That's that what right. it's called? Could you just sing me a little bit? <laughs> of course. Okay. Uh, let's start with this. <coughs> you know, uh, it's very hard to do this on a less moment's request, but I'll give it a try. Wonder Joomla, Wonder Joomla, all the world's waiting for you and the powers you possess. And that's so far how much I can remember the lyrics <laughs> right now. Because it was like something that I did on the last minute. And because I was doing another song. And then, but if you don't know, this is a theme song from a famous TV series from the 70s called Wonder Woman. Ah. Yes. And it's something that stuck to my head. <laughs> and I was like. I, it's it's something that I was walk. I, every now and then I remember the song. I don't know why. <laughs> and then one day I said, "Oh my God, it's perfect!" And I forgot the other song and worked on this. But it was like pretty much like last minute. Okay, um, I know there are videos of you around, so I'm sure. going to find one and put it in the show notes as well. Okay, thank okay. You. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that, and uh, we'll speak again soon. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you very much, and bye bye, <laughs> and good luck with your podcast. I love it. <laughs> thank uh, you. <laughs> Joomla experts, high-end users, creators, and, well, really, anyone you should be listening to. This is Joomla Beach Podcast with your host, Peter Buey. Okay, you can check out Helvesio's profiles on Twitter, LinkedIn, and, of course, on Facebook as well. And you can get to his website at h. LVCdesign.com.br and you can find some of his work there. Now, a couple of things that Helvesio mentioned and one of the big things is 
spreading Joomla into other countries where English isn't its primary language. Now, this is one of the great benefits that Joomla has over a lot of the other content management systems in its ease of being able to translate it into different languages and have multiple languages running at the same time. WordPress has only just released its latest version with multilingual capabilities, so you can install WordPress in a different language for the first time in uh, 11 years of its existence, where Joomla had it from its uh, very, very early infancies, and hence it has been a lot more popular in non-English-speaking languages, and I believe it pretty much dominates in a lot of the non-English-speaking languages Uh, non-English-speaking countries, I should say. Now, I was looking at some statistics in regards to what languages are actually spoken in the world, the native language of particular countries. And I was going through the rankings of these languages, and English, uh, which is pretty widespread across the world, is actually only the third most spoken language in the world. Mandarin or Chinese is actually the first and foremost spoken language in the world with 955 million native speakers, which is about 14.4% of the world's population. I'm getting these statistics of Wikipedia. Spanish being the second most spoken language with 405 million native speakers, and that's 6.15% of the world. And English is third with 360 million people and 5.4% of the world. Hindi, Arabic, Portuguese, and Bengali, Russian, Japanese, and of course Punjabi is the languages that follow after that. So you could see here that uh, English isn't the first and foremost biggest language, and it is really important to make sure all of our documentation for the Joomla project and all other things are there readily available in other languages so people can pick it up, learn it, and play with it, and create all sorts of Oh, crazy and wonderful things with Joomla. Now, I'll put links to all of these things on the podcast notes, uh, the statistics here, all the documentation that is available around the world in different languages, so people can find these and make uh, make their lives a little bit easier in regards to finding the content and learning it in their own native language. I'll, I'll see what I can gather and put together and uh, po- post on the Joomla Beat website. I'll also post that video of Helvetio dancing and singing at the Joomla World Conference. It was quite entertaining to see him dancing on the stage and singing away there. So uh, thank you, Helvetio, for making Jane and Beyond very entertaining. And thank you very much for that podcast interview as well. It's very enlightening and eye-opening to actually realize how many people in the world do not speak English. Okay. Now, if you enjoy this podcast episode, we can always do with your support. You can get a hosting account with SiteGround, the awesome guys that host this podcast. I'll be having them on the podcast episode uh, for an interview in regards to the new demo site that they'll be hosting. And also an interview in regards to hosting common hosting issues that people may have and uh, how they can fix this. So I'm going to do a Q&A session over the next few weeks. So if you have one of those niggling hints or uh, 
not hints, questions, I should say. If you have one of those niggling questions that you always want to know about hosting and how to get the most out of it or how to tweak some performance or uh, how to best manage your space and bandwidth, this is a really cool Q&A session. I'll be gathering questions over the next two weeks before I interview them in regards to that and uh, doing a maybe maybe a Google Hangout for this particular one so um, uh, more people can get uh, in front of this, hopefully, and uh, engage with SiteGround themselves and, of course, get your questions answered. Cool. Okay, so that's in a few weeks. But if you're after hosting with the SiteGround guys, you can go to joomla.be.at slash SiteGround. Go there and you can get an awesome hosting deal with those guys. They do a fantastic job with the show, like as they always say, and they always have. Okay. Cool. So check that out. Um, it also helps support the podcast episode. I forgot to mention that. Last but not least, if you haven't left a rating and review on the iTunes store, please do. It helps with the discoverability of this podcast. The more ratings and reviews it gets, the uh, more highlighted it gets in the iTunes store and more people will be able to see it, find it, and hopefully digest it and listen to it and enjoy it. And hopefully they give ratings and reviews as well and spread the Joomla love across the world. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it for me this week. I've been blabbing on way too much. If you have anything else, you know how to contact me, joomlabe.at. And until next time, please keep your websites safe and secure and keep them backed up. Bye. You have been listening to the Joomla Beat podcast together the community of designers, developers, fans and users from around the globe. Around the globe. Joomla B. Joomla B. Joomla B. Joomla B. Joomla B. Joomla B. Joomla B.